welcome to Internet Marketing for Humans, digestible internet marketing insight and advice to help you grow your business. Welcome back to Internet Marketing for Humans. I'm your host, Andrew Laws of Andrew Laws Associates LTD. Yeah, you can probably figure out where I got my name from. Anyway, we have a particularly special episode this week. I spoke at an event in Ipswich called Powered Up Networking a couple of weeks ago, and I recorded the presentation that I gave, the talk, at least I thought I recorded it, turns out I missed a switch, so I didn't record it. So this episode of the podcast was going to be a nice little kind of mixed media thing, there was going to be a bit of video of me talking, you could have seen kind of what I was doing, but hey, I messed that up, my bad. But I quite liked the talk, I quite enjoyed it, and I think it's an interesting topic, so I'm going to do a rerun, but obviously going to leave out all the pointing at people that I did on the night and asking for suggestions from the crowd and all that kind of teachery stuff. You're just going to get kind of the the meat of it rather than the me prancing around, waving my arms around, getting excited kind of on stage uh, kind of thing. Not that there was a stage, but hey, the world's a stage and all that stuff. Right, so the topic of this podcast episode and the talk I gave is the easy way of blogging and creating content even when you've got nothing to say. This came about partly because I was at a previous networking event and somebody was saying to me, oh, you know, it's all very well and good. You guys keep telling us to create content and to tweet and put things out on social media. But, you know, I don't have time to think of something to say. And, you know, I think with any of my clients, that everyone's interesting. Everyone's got something to say, um, even if you might not think it's interesting. As P.G. Woodhouse said, it's not the story that's the thing, it's the telling of the story. So, here we go. Kicking off on slide number seven, because I'm not going to show you the slides, because they're covered in Simpsons images, which I'm not going to be able to license. And, um, right, so content. Who cares? Why should you bother? Well, everyone cares about content. Content is the internet. I can't think of any examples where you'd be online and doing something that wasn't content. You know, the obvious ones would be reading, but even if you're interacting with other people, you are in effect creating content. So in terms of business, what sort of content are we talking about? Well, I've just said everything's content, but you know, we need to narrow this down a little bit more. So let's talk about business content. The three core types of content at the moment are video, getting particularly large, Audio, like this, or kind of going on a radio station or, or writing music, which which I also do, and words. Words is traditionally the most common type of content that you'll see on a website. Video, yeah, YouTube's great, and all the videos on Instagram and Facebook are great, but if you're going to sit down and consume content, it's probably going to be words, which kind of um, suits suits kind of me quite nicely because... Myself and almost everyone here at Andrew Laws Associates, uh, we're all writers. We're marketers just as much as we are writers. So, what's the motivation that you should have for creating content? Okay, now you probably know, but I'm just going to state the obvious. Creating content for your website or your social or whatever is really good for influencing buyer motivation. You can review products, you can explain products, you can give answers to questions that potential clients might have, 
All of these things also warm people towards your brand. They kind of warm leads up as well, to be honest. If you're providing a service or a consultancy that solves a pain point or a problem, showing people that you understand that problem warms people to your brand. They get that fuzzy feeling. Hey, you know, this guy or woman or brand, they really get me. They really know what's grinding my gears or they know how to help me get the most out of any situation. So just talking, creating content, it's, it's just a great way of telling people what you're about. It also positions you as an authority in your niche. If you're that guy that always, or girl, who's always offering handy solutions that are easily to be followed. So my pause there is because this is kind of what I'm doing with this podcast. It's not, I am positioning myself as an authority. I mean, I have to be fairly unapologetic about that. I do this mostly because I like to help people and I love to demystify kind of SEO and internet marketing. Because as you'll know, if you ever met me, one of kind of, one of my slogans is that it ain't witchcraft, you know, anyone can do this. So I, I really love empowering people. But yeah, a little part of me is doing this to position myself as an authority. Now, also creating good content can reinforce a message. What kind of message you might be wondering? Well, if your message is, hey, I can help you, then proving that with content reinforces it. I mean, that's 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 kind of neat is that is that obvious or is that too obvious you know sometimes stating the obvious isn't the worst thing in the world to be honest if people um when creating content worry too much about whether they're stating the obvious i don't think anyone would create as much content as they do but anyway, reinforcing a message i mean if you're a non-profit for example or a charity and your charity's modus operandi is to operandi you know your thing, what you do, is getting a message across. You're going to reinforce that message with content, with video, audio, words on your website, social words. It's reinforcing. Now, stepping back from the wonderful world of not-for-profit for a while, creating content also keeps your brand in front of buyers. Having something to say, talking, adds your voice to the chatter. The skill in creating content is often creating content that rises above the chatter. But if you're not saying something publicly on your website, on your blog, or on social, you're not keeping your brand in front of your buyers. Incidentally, when I say social, I'm using it as a broad, kind of broad brush approach that includes Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, everything. Everything. It's all social. So, oh, we're on slide 10 already. Sorry, I'm going through the slides here, as I mentioned a little while ago. So where do you place content? Social media, as I just said. You place content on your own website, on a blog, which preferably from an SEO head perspective should be on your website, but isn't necessarily. Creating content's also a good way of getting on third-party sites. Let me give you an example. For many years, I wrote a column for a magazine in in London. Um, This is a really good way of kind of reinforcing your authority, but it's also a good way of link building. Beware of the guest guest post blogging kind of area as a whole. If you're doing it just for link building, you need to be really careful. If you're doing it to make the web a better place and to spread the joy and the love of knowledge, then yeah, 
you go for it. So how much content should you create? Well, ideally, if you're writing a blog post or an article or something that's going to sit somewhere for a long time, this includes LinkedIn articles, it should be at least 300 words. Now, that's not as scary as, as you might think. If you remember back to school and the teacher would say, hey, it's time to write a story, use this many words. It seemed quite daunting, but in reality, 300 words is not a lot of content. I mean, ideally, it should be more than 700 words if you want it to rank well. In fact, if you want it to rank really well, ideally, it should be over 5,000 words. But don't, let's not get too stressed. Let's not get too worried about kind of how much content you should be writing. Um, let's have a think about how to generate ideas. Now, the reason I'm saying this is that even if you kind of go through a real purple patch and generate tons of content, you're going to get to a stage where you run out of ideas. I mean, sometimes if the coffee's not working or you've accidentally switched to decaf or for whatever reason, there's just nothing left in the tank. Um, mentioning that kind of magazine that I wrote for in London, I wrote for them, I think, for 11 years. And after 11 years, there was nothing left. I had covered every topic that was relevant to that to that title. Just, just nothing in the tank, nothing at all. So back then, this is a long time ago, I, I quit. I thought, that's it. I am done. But since then, I've learned how to generate content even when I have no ideas. Um, so let's get straight onto it. If you've got nothing to say, but you want to generate some content, here are some of the things you can do. Share something that's new to you. Almost every job in every niche, every topic, you'll have something at least once a day, hopefully, that's new to you. As in, I did not know that. I mean, in my field, it's fairly easy because SEO, there's something new every few minutes, it feels like sometimes. But in almost any, any field, whatever your job is, there's always something you've learned. So share it. Even if it's, um, some people don't like to kind of create social posts that say, God, I never knew this. But to be honest, it's human. It shows your humanity. And if you're, if you're a consultant or a coach or something like that, well, to be honest, any, any role People hire people, they don't hire robots. So, you know, don't, don't worry too much about how official you are. A good way of coming up with content is to comment on industry news. Give opinions. Literally, just almost anything. If you spot something in mainstream news or in any of the publications that exist in your niche, there's got to be something that you kind of think, well, that's wrong, or that's exciting, or that's new again because that's what news is or should be just what pops into your head what do you think you know give your opinions if this is how you show people who you are this is how you kind of prove your metal this proves the way you think you know be be brave with it but just something worth bearing in mind don't overshare <laughs> i mean talking about being human but i kind of wince when i see tweets or or articles that just talk about deeply personal things I think it's important that people know you're human, but, you know, it's a slight element of don't wash your dirty laundry. I mean, we never advise publishing anything other than positive content, but, again, that that's, that's kind of opinion as much as anything else. So, what do you do if you've got nothing new to share, if you've got no industry news you want to comment on, when there's nothing at all, when the well is dry, what do you do? Well, I'll tell you what we do, in no specific order, 
one of the first things we do is go to Google Suggest. Now, when I say Google Suggest, I mean literally you go to google.com, start typing. So if we, for example, I'm going to make something up, and my examples are always weird, donuts. Let's go with donuts, shall we? If we are working with a client who sells donuts and we needed to generate some content and we've run out of ideas, what we do is we go to Google, start typing how is or what is or posing some other question like that, what is donut? I know that's an illogical kind of sentence, but if you type in a what is followed by your main topic, whatever that might be, the Google search box will drop down a list of what other people are searching for related to that. So for example, if you typed in what is donut, you'll probably get, you know, what, I'm going to do it. I've got my computer in front of me. I am going to, and you can't see my screen. I was about to say I'm taking my life in my hands here. You know, if I was doing this at an event, it would be um, a little cavalier of me, but I'm going to type in what is, I don't know if you can hear me typing. Yeah, I just have to believe I am. Right, we've got what is donutting? Oh my goodness, I have no idea. Um, we've got what is donut in French? What is donut economics? What is donut batter made of? What's donut in Spanish? What is a donut? What is a donut? And the list goes on and on. If I'd run out of ideas and I had to write about donuts, I imagine that would probably help. Say it's certainly some one of the tools that we use kind of here at Andrew Law's Associates. We just want to just pluck ideas out of the ether because those suggestions there that Google show you are based on partly on search volume. So it's what people are actually looking for at any one time. The next secret weapon is Quora. Now, my slight Suffolk accent or UK accent, if you're listening from anywhere else in the world, Quora, oh, I sound Australian now. It's Q U O R A dot com, Quora. It's a question and answer site. People go there to ask. I don't know, all kinds of things. In fact, there's, there's more topics than you can possibly imagine. Now, I'm going to risk going to Quora.com and typing in donuts and seeing what comes up. Again, you land there. You basically put your, your target keyword in the little search box. And then we'll see what comes up. Okay, so we have something about Dunkin' Donuts, the big American chain. Um, donut cheats in um, in Tapped Out, which is a Simpsons game, which I did play for years, but I've um, I'm now gone cold turkey and I'm clear of. But again, there's lots of content ideas, and to a certain extent, because answers and questions are voted for by the users of Quora, it gives you an idea of what's popular. What what do people want to hear about? Or if you kind of need something that doesn't require you to actually go and look for content, then we've got some ideas for that as well. So, so far, the methods I've given you rely on you being proactive, rely on you kind of sitting there and thinking, right, now is content time. I'm going to go and look at or go look for. But we can be a bit more passive than that with just a little bit of setup. And for this, we use something that's been about for years. It's called Google Alerts. In Google Alerts, you pop along. Just do a search for it. I'm sure Google will make sure you find it. You pop along and you type in something that you want Google to alert you about. So if I put in donuts, 
I can choose how often Google will alert me with new content about donuts. I can choose the sources. We just leave that set to automatic, but blogs are generally quite good. And then once a day or however often I choose, I'll be sent an email from Google that says, hey, this is the latest thing in donuts. It's just, it's nice because you don't have to sit down and purposefully go out to look for content. It pretty much just lands on your doorstep. So there you go. We've given you some, or I've given you some really straightforward suggestions there. But you can search for your topic pretty much anywhere online. Uh, what we like to do when we're looking for topic ideas is we always want to kind of return the best result or the best return on investment for our clients' resource spend, which is a fancy way of saying we're paid by people to come up with content, so we want to make sure that content hits as hard as possible. Now, one of the key metrics, one of the key things to look for with content is if people if there's an appetite for it do people want it do people want to know these things so for that we use something really neat and it may seem like cheating but we prefer to call it a power up now here we go this is the big reveal this is the the meaty bit kind of at the end of the presentation you know i'd be stood stood on stage with arms wide kind of trying to hype everyone up it's it's really not that grand if you saw saw what i look like when i'm flouncing about it's it's not exactly um, uh, a powerful motivational speaker, and you'll get off track. Right, so the best tool for coming up with things to talk about, for coming up with topics to blog about, even when you've got nothing to say, is buzzsumo.com. It's B-U-Z-Z-S-U-M-O.com. You can pay for it if you want. It's a pretty amazing tool, but we, we just use the free version. Now, the reason BuzzSumo is so cool is you pop along there, you type in your keywords or whatever it is you want to write about and it shows you the most popular content in the world. Now, it judges this by how often it's shared um, socially. So what you do is you get a, when you've typed in your keywords, you get a list of, list of articles and links and it shows you how many each one of those have been shared. So the example I've got in front of me from my presentation was ravioli. And the top result, quite bizarrely, is why is an article called Why the Inedible Ravioli Starfish Looks Like It's Pasta? Wow, that's from time.com. It's <laughs> from a fairly decent source. That's odd. But the key metrics, sorry, the key stats, the key meaty bits that it shows me re- relating to that article is that it's been shared on Facebook 1,500 times. It's been shared on Twitter 183 times and so on and so forth. So the reason this is so important, just the number of times it's been shared shows that there is an appetite for it. It shows people do want to talk about it. So there you go. There's a freebie. If you sell at ravioli, then um, ravioli starfish apparently looks like a good way to go. So it's a way of just getting the most from your time. Everyone who's involved in internet marketing, whether you're marketing your own products or business or somebody else's, you only have so much resource. So we're always looking for ways to really sort of short circuit it and really get the most oomph from the amount of time and the amount of resource that we're spending on things so buzz sumo i don't think i really need to explain much more than that really you know this could have been a 20 second um could have been a 20 second podcast article i should just go hi i'm andrew go to buzzsumo.com but you know you need a bit of build up and hopefully you've been intend um entertained by this just a kind of a, a final point with your content be consistent be as consistent as you can now that consistency could be once a quarter it could be once a week could be once a day but whatever it is consistency really really matters 
the classic letdown for consistency is when you go to a website, especially if it's a business that you're thinking of making connections with, and you go look at the news or the blog, and the last update is three years ago. In fact, the one that is really common, I see a lot, is I go and look at a website and you go and look at the news section and it will say, we've got a new website. And you look at the date and it'll be three or four years ago. Just just don't do that. Hopefully the tools I've given you here, especially buzzsumo.com, who I'm not affiliated with, I just think it's a neat thing. Um, the tools I've given you here will make it much easier for you to generate content even when you've got nothing to say. So there you go. Um, I'm going to include a link to Powered Up Networking in the blog description because that's who I initially gave this presentation for. And you really have had the short version. When I stand in front of a room, I talk and talk and talk and talk. Um, in fact, this when I gave this presentation, it's one of the one of the several times that I've been presenting and had the host just sort of catch my attention and give me the wrap it up kind of mode so thanks for that Maya <laughs> I do know that I go on yeah so thanks to Powered Up Networking run by Milo thanks to you guys for listening please share this I hope you found it interesting if you've got any questions get in touch other than that like comment subscribe tell everyone you know make this the first thing you do every day no you don't have to go that far but anyway I've been Andrew Laws I remain Andrew Laws and tomorrow I shall be Andrew Laws my company's Andrew Laws Associates we generate content and do SEO we are SEO um we're a bit a little bit obsessed by it to be fair so <laughs> thanks again for listening until the next time please subscribe go on don't make me big cheers bye bye Thank you.